Hello and welcome to the first episode of the new season of Live Stories. I'm your host and sometimes referee, Zach Stapp Pearson, and today I'm joined by a living legend because he is legendarily tall. He who is above pretty much everybody, literally, a one chaotic hammer. Hello, hello. Pleasure to be back. I'm joined by she who loves puns involving the penultimate letter of the alphabet, the one known as the five foot two original honeybee honeybee would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself uh yeah hi i'm honeybee uh i'm a podcaster actor and um i am the human embodiment of a panic attack currently i'm also Mi uh, michigan's only cryptid find me mm -hmm. in your local forest okay gonna google whatever the fuck that is later in case you guys were wondering or thinking, you know, things changed up that much from previous years. Um, no, but since we have more content variety and a few more people, but more content variety in inherently, uh, you know, certain things are going to come out less frequently. The quality is not going to drop, but they'll come out less frequently. And some others may come out more. It depends on, well, life and also work scheduling. But, you know, that's life. <laughs> All right. So this one is a little bit unique. Uh, it may be one of our shorter stories, but it also may be one of our more weirder and awkward stories. But essentially, this story is about a little thing that people like to refer to as androphobia. For those of you wondering what that means, everyone fucking listening, androphobia is the irrational and unending fear of the male sex. Essentially, you fear men. And I don't mean you're walking alone at night down a quiet street and there's a guy dressed in whatever the fuck he's dressed in. No, I mean you fear us as a concept. So, yeah, it's it's not actually fun. People who have androphobia have a fear of men. Phobia means fear. And Andros is the Greek word for man. A person with androphobia experiences extreme anxiety or fear of men. At least according to Google. And Healthline.com. So, um... Yeah. Moving on. There's a little bit of a setup to this one. Because it starts off very innocent and then it gets a little bit not so much dark but just fucking weird. But then if it got normal, would you be here? So, essentially, whilst I put my phone on silent and or vibrate, which I forgot to do. Okay. A long, long time ago, in a distant land called I Think I Was 12, I went to a park, as many 12-year-olds did back in the day. However, I was, for some reason, unsupervised. Now, I won't say I was a latchkey kid because that implies that I had no governance and no guidelines and no rules and restrictions, regulations, limitations. You know, something important to make a healthy, form, fully formed adult. Um, it was more like, hey, look, my dad liked to fucking sleep in the morning. His job before he retired, he was always out at night and he slept in the morning. And a 12 year old at a park alone at 730 at night is a little bit suspicious, but a 12-year-old around another 12, 10, 15, 16, whatever-year-olds and a few parents in broad daylight hours, less issues. 
Now this particular park was called Hayes Park. Yes, it's real. Um, and for those who are trying to look it up, it's the Illinois Hayes Park. It is not whatever other Hayes Parks are out there. Apparently there's more than one. I don't know where the other one is. Now, Hayes Park is a very unique park. It has a very, very special system when it comes to how they have their sports shit laid out. The outdoor is meant for essentially simultaneously baseball, but also regular joggers and runners. So imagine a baseball field, but around it is a running track made out of fucking asphalt of all things. Yeah. We not in the ghetto, but that park was ghetto fabulous. However, in the summer, not the summer, the winter months, because the park is essentially in a, a bowl or an oval shaped bowl from the, from the ground level, the traditional ground level, if you walk fr from the actual asphalt track to the center of this park, you technically went down about two and a half feet, maybe 2.3 feet, because it's for some reason, it's just built that way where it's just inset in the ground instead of at ground level. So in the winter months, you could have a really good time if you get enough snow. And even though, yes, you do get snow in the Midwest, uh, blizzard level or massive layers of snow to the point of being a snow day are very rare, or at least they were rare in this part of Illinois. So in this particular day, calls got made. Shit was going to pop off. Shit was also simultaneously getting real. And that meant that everybody and a mama, sometimes literally, are going to be out here fucking around in the snow. Because essentially, we all have a giant snowball that our short asses can play in. It's just an unusual sensation. Um, but also, it's still a park. So there are some outdoor activities. And for some reason, as dangerous as it is, and being, you know, the age group we were all in, me, my friends, and whoever's in the area, we would like to try to do dumb shit at a park because there's more ice and less friction. Yes, we were stupid kids. One particular girl there was named Julia. And for those keeping track, no, this is not the same Julia from other stories. This is the actual Julia whose name I actually know and still remember or didn't change because they asked me to, whose name I was substituting. So in essence, this is both the first and the third or fourth time you've come across a Julia in these uh, live stories. Now, Julia had a big brother who was about my age, who was, for lack of a better term, a fuckboy, if you've come across that term before. Now, uh, Fuckus Boyus, also known as Evil Big Brother, who wants all of his parents' attention because he's an insecure fuckboy, as previously stated, decided that anytime she wanted to walk around or try to play with people, he would wait till she got a little bit of distance away, say he wasn't going to do anything, grab the whole entire back of her long hair and yank the shit down till she fell into the snow. Multiple times. Now, all the parents are looking around because they want to know whose kid this is. I ain't got no parents here with me. I just walk up to the dude and said, hey, don't do that. I don't even remember what the fuck he said, but it was something that annoyed me because he basically said, you're not the boss of me. I don't have to listen to you. And I stated, 
I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you not to do it. Which is literally telling somebody what to do. But I thought it sounded cool back then. And it kind of still does, to be honest. And he said, oh, yeah. I was, and I said, what are you, a fucking cartoon? And he takes both his hands, gets a lot of hair in both of them. And you can tell he's getting ready to go as hard as he can. And he jumps up and goes down with it. And then some dude gets up and says, oh, hell no. And I walk over there and I'm like, yeah, because I was agreeing with him. But I don't know. I couldn't think of anything to say. So I so he goes, oh, hell no. And I go, yeah. Hey, I was 12. OK, I wasn't always slick like right now. Um, And I'm going over there. I'm waiting for him to do something. Cause I basically want to beat his ass, but I'm also trying to go see if she's okay. Now I've learned about the concept of whiplash at this point in my life. I don't know if she has it or proper ways to trigger it, but I want to see if she's okay. So I pick her up, you know, I pile some of the snow off her. I was like, Hey, are you like, okay? And stuff. And then dude starts yelling. The grown, this grown adults is dude starts yelling. What the hell do you think you're doing? Blah, 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 blah. And she starts hiding behind me and she is laughing her ass off. Not like out loud, like that. Yes, puppet dance for me. And I'm just like, yeah, do something, bro. I know you're going to find no grown man. Come on. We about the same age. Do something, bitch. I'm just waiting on something to pop off. So eventually, um, he just go, he starts running off. So dude kneels down. Another parent came over, uh, somebody's mom, and they just started talking to us, you know, and that's when she says, oh, that's my brother. You know, they don't actually do anything to him. Like he's never even had his ass beat. And she gets chastised if she brings up that he's an asshole in public, essentially. So both the parents look at him, look at her like, OK, this kid's going to have a fucked up childhood. I'm just like, oh, well, that's easy. Hey. Did you know that even though you can't press charges, if you keep calling the police, eventually your parents will get arrested or fined for not listening to you? Because if you only do it when he's beating on you, the cop can press the charge if the parent won't. Shit you not. Shit you not. I saw this look of like unending opportunity and joy. Like the first time you go into a Toys R Us store. <laughs> Toys R Us. I miss you so much. Shout out to Toys of Rust. Rest in peace out there. Yeah, I think they still exist in Canada, but we're not Canadian, so they might as well be dead. Um So fucking I was like she was like, thank you, and she gave me a hug, and I was like, she asked me her name, she told me her name. Not really, you late five minutes. Okay, sorry about that. I was typing to someone who may become a new challenger slash a late entry, but they're really only late like five minutes. We're still doing a build-up phase. Yay! Okay, so as much as I love doing my comical ad-lib intro, um... I'm doing this video in conjunction with my bladder. So here comes a new, not really, challenger. Yay, Kostya's in this video, which we haven't seen in a good two years. Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> 
So, yeah, this story is about the time I met an androphobic couple. Are you familiar with the term androphobic? Like. Are you Googling it? No, like the Anglo-Saxons? I'm like. No, androphobic means that they someone who fears and has an irrational fear of men. Oh, oh, okay. The reverse being gynophobia, um, which okay, kind of ironic sorry. name, guy, no. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, I was, I just finished saying how I met this particular person at the age of 12 in the noble Winterfield Park of Hayes Park. Um, so I eventually get to know her. We even both got cell phones in the same year. Yes, that's right, children. A lot of us didn't actually start off getting cell phones. We had to earn them bitches. And we stayed friends. Eventually, you know, I she saw a post I did on social media about meeting or getting ready to meet some celebrity. And she texted me and said, hey, how are you meeting? Blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, they're in town. I was like, you know them personally? It's like, no, no, no. They're in town town for a convention. And she just goes, oh, yeah, conventions are a thing. Well, what kind of convention? I tell her the convention. And again, it was a I can tell without even seeing her face. It was essentially like she had the first time a kid goes into Toys R Us. May it God rest its soul. And she got into the life, so to speak, or at least she got into the life when it's local. You know how that goes. And she started going. She had fun. And eventually speed forward to, we'll say 13 years later, uh, I finished a show. Was it 13 years later? Yeah, uh, I think it was about 13 years later or a dozen or so years later. I finished a show. She had moved out of state, but not far. And I said, hey, listen, did you want to come to my show? She couldn't make it, but she really wanted to hang out, you know, um, and she said, hey, can you just like come crash with me? I was like, okay, cool. Now at this point, we hadn't seen each other physically in person in about four years. Not a lot can change, theoretically. You know, she's a little on the chubby side. She is not what a doctor would consider morbidly obese. She doesn't have a hard time finding clothes in her size or at least fits her torso, but maybe not the rest. No big issues, right? I And she says, hey, um, you know, I never brought this up, but you know, I want you to know before we get back, cause she picked me up from the, the comedy bar or either it was a regular lounge. And she told me, uh, I, I'm, you know, married to a woman. It was like, then I just pause and I'm just like, listen, I feel like you know enough about me to know that I'm not going to hate someone for being a fucking lesbian. Like, I don't even, I don't even remotely play nice with, well, I'm glad you told me. Like, no, no, no. You've known me since I was 12. What would make you think I would possibly be homophobic or anti-LGB plus or hate lesbians? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like legitimately asking, I was like, hey, Julia, that's not a rhetorical question. Seriously, what would make you think that? Well, I mean, I guess nothing. I just wasn't sure. I feel like I'm not offended, but I am. I don't know how to feel right now but I'm cool with it. And then we went and got Burger King. And then we went to meet her, uh, her wife. Now I get out the car, Julia pops in ahead of me. She's going up the staircase. Um, they're on the ground floor of a condominium. They actually had two rooms conjoined, which is pretty cool. 
and I immediately noticed that holy shit she turned into an hourglass. I'm also obviously going to keep this to myself. Uh, not that I, you know, had any quote unquote sexual interest for Julia growing up. I'm just notating, oh shit, you have a completely different frame than I've ever seen you have in the time I've known you. This is like my first foray in adulthood. I'm, I'm not even old enough to drink at this point in time in my life. I'm a baby. I am innocent. Not that innocent, but you know what I mean. So what ends up happening is, hey, I said my Tetris, yay. I go in there and I meet her. We get to talking and she shakes my hand and she immediately starts giggling and sweating a little bit. And I said, hey, are you okay? And she's like, yes, no, I mean, yes, yes. Did she marry an autistic person? Obviously, I didn't say that out loud. So we get to talking, we play Smash Bros. And for some reason, they both kept switching seats. But I'm on a couch with them. So it was really, really fucking weird. Sometimes they'd be on the left. Sometimes they'd be on the right. And I just say, hey, um, so I'm actually going to try to hit the hey, you're going to go to sleep. And I'm like, hey, Kelly, uh, man, I know too many fucking Kellys. Hey, Kelly, are you like mad at me? He's like, no, why? You seem really enthusiastic about me going to bed. Oh, I apologize. And she says this while not blinking and making a facial expression. And I just keep thinking, I know it's wrong because this is my friend, but in the back of my head, am I going to get murdered in my sleep? Like, I'm not even joking. I was literally thinking that. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't have a Raven at the time. So I had uh, the substitute original Raven. Uh, I texted Michelle. I was like, hey, Michelle, I'm hanging out with Julia, but I'm scared. I was like, Julia's five foot five and you're almost six foot. I'm not six foot at the point in time of this, of this part of my life. Unfortunately, I had not attained godhood yet. Um, why the hell are you scared of her? What is her wife? Like some big bulky girl? You scared of buff girls? Like, actually, no, I don't think I'm scared of buff girls. I haven't met one yet. And at that point in time in my life, hadn't met a buff girl yet. So I told her what happens. Like, no, that's definitely fucking weird. So in the middle of the night, um, I go into the kitchen and I make some chicken nuggets. I was told I had free reign in the house, but I was being quiet about it. I made some chicken nuggets because how often do you get presented with the ability to make chicken nuggets from scratch? Yes, I ate them mugs. Go into my room. I have a plate of them bitches. And... I just turn on my side lamp because I'm smelling like peaches and maybe some like sour apple mango scented something. It's not perfume, but it was something. And I see Julia in the bed. But like all of her body is under the cover except for uh, except for above the neck. She just goes, hello. And I just paused like right now. It was the definition of an awkward silence. And I'm just like, hey, Julia, what the fuck are you doing? Um, well, I, I wanted to hang out more. 
Is that a question? What do you mean? You said it like it was a question. Never, never mind. Julia, what are you doing? I, I wanted to talk to you about stuff. Okay. So I sit on the bed. Why would you sit on the bed? You make the cover tight. Get under the cover. Hey, Julia. Um. So about your wife. Next thing I hear from the closet. I knew he saw me. So now I'm really like on DEFCON 2 right now. For those of you who don't know, most of you, DEFCON 5, not actually serious. It goes in reverse order. DEFCON 1 is a holy shit, we gonna die. DEFCON 5 is like, oh, someone's at the door. So I'm on DEFCON 2, I was like, okay, okay. So I pop back up and I raise my hands up like a police is getting ready to shoot me in the back of the head. What the fuck is going on? Well, I mean, you're just always, you're easy for me to communicate with. You you understand me and it's fun to talk to you. I'm like, motherfucker, that's not what I'm asking you. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, listen. Um, So, you know, like PTSD, right? You've heard of it. It's like, yeah, soldiers get it all the time. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of sucky. Hey, can you put your arms down? Sorry. My arms were up the, the whole entire fucking time. Um, and listen, uh, I don't have like that, but I kind of sort of am getting like in the middle of diagnosed with PTSD when we were in the military. It's like, no, 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 no. Uh, androphobia. Why aren't you saying things like, because I'm waiting for you to tell me what the hell that is. I was like, and she and she tells me what I told you. I was like, it's a thing. So I start Googling it. And from the closet, Kelly's like is spelling it for me. I'm like, Kelly, Kelly, I don't need you to spell it. Also, you can come out of the closet now. And then Julie's like, and they both say, well, Kelly says I can't. And Julie says she can't. I was like, oh, do I need to go into the bathroom? No, that actually doesn't work. And I thought to myself in the back of my head, wait, 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 this has happened before? I was like, hey, okay, Kelly, I don't hate you, um, but I just want you to know I wasn't trying to sleep with your wife. And Julia's like, man, come on, I'm pretty. And I, and I... I think and, I can see where this is going. <laughs> Yeah, well, my dumbass didn't, and um, <laughs> yeah, shut up. So I, so I just went, oh, okay, wait, wait. Are y'all like some voyeur couple? What? No, there's no point of being a voyeur. Just yeah, just buy a porn, buy a porn, and then we all just started laughing, cause you know the concept of paying for money for porn when you're 18, like. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't have anything against people who watch porn, but I still laugh when people tell me they pay money for porn. I just do. I think most people do. So um, I was like, okay, so Julia, and I'm talking to Kelly now. I'm walking towards her in the closet. And then Julia sits up in the bed. I'm not paying attention. Like, hey, Kelly, listen, listen. You know, I would never do anything to hurt someone who is so important to Julia on purpose. Well, yeah, that's why I'm here. In the closet, though? Hey, look, 
this is a big accomplishment for me. Okay. It's not actually that bad. Yes, it is. It really is. Well, what do you want me to do? So I open the door and then awkward silence. Kelly step out of the closet. So then Julia starts laughing because, you know, lesbian in the closet, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Very easy layup. Wasn't going for that, though. So so he just goes. So we just look at so we just look at her like, oh, my God, you're being five. And then she calls me immature. And I'm completely frozen because Julia filled out and didn't tell me if you catch my drift and mm -hmm. she's in night clothing, the kind that I hate because I hate that I'm attracted to it. She stole my hoodie and is wearing nothing the fuck else. And it's tight in the middle. So Kelly starts looking at me. He's like, see something you like. And I look at her like, where is this confidence coming from? Oh, well, I wasn't looking at you in the face. And then she starts looking at the ground. I was like, Julia, Julia, do both of you have androphobia? Yeah. I think they told me earlier, but I completely ignored it or missed it. And I'm just like, well, I mean, I guess it makes sense. You know, you're both lesbians. Oh my God, I'm not a lesbian. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Kelly. I just met you like 10 hours ago. I wasn't expecting you to be in my fucking closet, potentially watching me do whatever you wanted me to do to your fucking wife. Excuse me if I didn't know you weren't a lesbian. Yes, I'm being full asshole sarcastic, but understand the circumstance I'm under. So, um, I'm just like, so then she's looking down and she's shaking a little and I'm thinking she's crying like, oh, oh Kelly, Kelly. Hey, listen, I I'm sorry. No, we're, we're actually just bisexuals. What Julia told me were lesbians in the car. That's our cover. Why? So when we cry, when boys touch us or try to hit on us or get really awkward and laugh, you know, they don't like feel like we're weird and they'll actually talk to us. But then they stop because, you know, we end up sweating or start crying. And people think that they're doing something to us when they're not. And I just said, man, that's that's actually really sad. That's that's really sad. So I just like literally pick her up, I put her in the bed and then I put her under the cover and I tell Julia, OK, look, I'm tired of you wearing my clothes. Go take off my hoodie, right? Biggest mistake of my fucking well, at the time, adult life. Um, so as I mentioned, I didn't know at the time, but I know now, which is why I mentioned it earlier. She was only wearing my hoodie. Mm. I was like, fuck. Okay. I have to find a way to get out of this. I really do. Now for the straight people here, which is everyone but specifically the straight people who have a penis, I already know what you're about to say. So let me just say it for Raven so we can get it out the way. Why wait, the why, fuck are you I, scared? Wait, um, why are you assuming that about me? Because you don't have a penis? Physically? No, well, no you were saying for the straight people. 
Well, because you being out, mm, you being drunk and doing stuff or implying stuff whilst drunk doesn't always equate to what happens when someone is sober. I can call off at least 30 no, or 40 I've, people. I've always, no, I've, I've always been open to, you know. Yeah, you, just say you're bi. What the fuck? Why do people drag it out? Just say you're bi. Okay, that's cool. But here's my thing. When have I ever asked you that, though? Exactly. I'm thinking it's not my fault that you don't listen when someone tells you something first. Time. Oh my. See, this. That aside. This and no, even that, thing. Like you're, that would be that if you have to know it's more pansexual as opposed to. I don't know what that even means. Well, I guess then you need to start Googling some shit. Anyway, continue on Is to the fact that these two women... P-A-N. Oh, you said pansexual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Granted, yeah. we're undis, so it's hard to hear. But, okay, so here... So back to... Two women trying to use you for, for like, exposure therapy without killing you. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that is, but I'll take your word for it. My brain is not registering. Okay. Two people want to fuck me, and they are confirmed smoking ass hot. But I have never had a threesome. But uh, I don't know what you would call this phobia, but I call it being a guy. Um, I have this fear of having or giving a bad performance because I know yeah. some people who've done a bad performance one time and it followed them for years with different women. They didn't fuck up with different women. They just, the women assumed they would be bad inherently because they had heard things, right? And I saw the stress it brought into their life because it wasn't anger. It was stress, right? And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, hey, Julia, uh, have you done this with anyone else? And I know I shouldn't have laughed. Let me just let me just phrase that now before y'all digging a hole in my ass. Kelly looks at me and says, not without crying. I fucking died laughing. Oh, God. I straight up died laughing. Right. And then they both started looking down and getting sad, not crying, but just like, man, we're fucking pathetic. Yeah, we're just trash people. Motherfucker, you both look like compressed models with some tig old bitties. See, normally when I meet a girl who's compressed and got some and just built like an hourglass, got some tig old bitties, I honestly don't give a fuck. I know it's fucked up and you don't need to say it, okay? You can just type the ass beating you're going to give me. I assume they're all going to be a piece of shit, sociopathic, asshole, narcissist. And I did this for a very, very long time of my life, right? But by the time I got to like 19 and 20, someone came along who dug a hole in my ass for that logic. And she explained to me how disrespectful that was, not to beautiful porn star looking women, but to my friends who are built like that. Because that means that I'm basically saying I don't actually trust them, respect them, or will treat them as good as I would my other less attractive friends. Because, you know, I know they're secretly just human pieces of shit and I'm waiting until they fuck up the relationship of the group and they just go away. 
or say everyone else is the asshole and then move on and blah, 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 blah. Yes, I know it was wrong. It doesn't need to be brought up. Thank you for not saying shit. Um, so legitimately, I stress, I can't stress this enough. I said, hey, 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 look, look, both of you look at me. You know, we fucking can't. I started laughing again. I'm really not helping this situation because they're coming off as somehow sexy and adorable. Don't do that, by the way, for any women listening to this. Don't do that. Please don't confuse a penis if you want it inside of you. We don't like that. So I was like, okay, this is annoying because I hate when people are talking to me. Like it's a pet peeve. I can't control it when they, they're not looking at me. And I don't mean like making direct eye contact. I mean like their face completely never looked at me during the whole conversation. That shit. So I grab their faces slightly and they make these noises, which, uh, how to put this. They make special noises. And I was like, oh, snap. Maybe I can do this with both simultaneously. And then I said, hey, Julie, I just want you to know, you know, I see how your body changed, but make no mistake. I would have wore you down skinny or big or small. If you just asked. And she immediately started crying. And she said, thank you. And this is what I mean by, as chaotic can confirm, penile confusion. You know, you're, and not to quote an asshole, your mind is telling you no, but your body is telling you go. I know that's not the full quote, but fuck him. So I literally don't know what to do. But Kelly is looking at me and now she's holding onto my hand. It's like, hey, you know, she can just lay there and cry. I promise you, she's not going to like make it worse. Maybe she'll join in or she can just go tomorrow. And I was like, I can do this again. And then while she's crying, Julie goes, yes. It's like, hey, Julia, can you please just like get a paper towel or just something right now? Because I don't think you understand how my dick feels. Yeah, I do. And then Kelly says again, this has happened before. You, it's like you're going up and down simultaneously. It's like, yeah, I feel like my half, the lower half of my body's on an elevator right now. It's very new for me and kind of scary, right? So, shit you not, here's what happened. Julia says, I'll be right back. I promise, I promise I won't get scared and just watch. I was like, oh, oh okay, okay. Well, I've never done a threesome. I'm not gonna pretend uh, I know like methodology for it and kelly starts laughing it's like what's wrong it's like i don't think that's what you're supposed to call it's like i don't know what to do in this situation do what you normally do right this is i mean well yeah i guess but i well, so do i go one at a time and then just let them watch it's like no listen you do that thing you always do with your hands when you start off and then you know the tongue stuff because because your tongue's like stupid wide. It's kind of weird. I don't think that's actually normal. And I just like pause after two minutes of making out and literally Julia's stay st watching from the door, the door now. Hey, Kelly, uh, what did you mean by what you said before we started all of this? What do you mean? It's like, what do you mean by hand stuff and then my tongue? I was like, well, that's normally what you do. 
Kelly, we've never had sex or met before today. And I've never had sex with Julia. Okay. Well, that's first time for everything. Okay, so you're not registering it. So let me say it to you this way. Kelly, Kelly, look at me, Kelly. Look at me, Kelly. I literally have to snap my fingers like I'm talking to somebody with ADHD and they're three. How do you know anything about what I do in bed? Oh, uh, huh. Okay, so I take it you don't know? Know what? All right, so you remember the that one motel you went to about four or five months ago? You was on the ground floor. No, no, I fucking don't. And how would you know that? I told her, I was like, okay, I get out the bed. I pull Julia in. She's naked. She's getting cold. Get under the fucking cover. Now we're, and I sit on the, I sit on the back. I sit on the uh, tail end bed and they get under the covers. Like, okay, now we're going to play the life stories game. Yes. This is also the origin of how I got that name. Okay. Listen to me. Let's stop for a second. Why? You're hard. I was like, yes, I'm aware. How the fuck does Kelly know anything about what I do? And how the fuck do you know anything about what I do? And they tell me, well, uh, so, um, he, Megan, I was like, don't fucking call her that. I shouldn't be defending her, but don't call her that. Megan, Megan Pearson, no biological relation. We literally checked like we actually got a genetic test because this particular Pearson is my ex. And I went out of my way to make sure that I only used her middle name as her last name. So people wouldn't look at me funny and shit because I didn't go around carrying genetic information with me. Once I gave it to her, she gave it to her dad. He got off my back. And that was it. So she actually gives accurate descriptions and she talks about how mad she is that she moved out of state because uh, no one, quote unquote, put it down like you. Yeah, your tongue's really wide. And I literally stopped thinking, is my tongue wide? Why is my tongue? And then I asked, why is my tongue so important? And then they both started smiling. I was like, you know what? That was a stupid question. Yeah, that kind of was. So I was like, okay, let's not even bring that up. Also, I have no idea how that would jack up the age rating to this story. Um, so I just say, I was like, okay, listen, uh, I don't live out here. I don't know if you're ever going to live back in the state, but if you two ever like break up or, you know, one of you is allowed to have a boyfriend, I will, I don't know, whatever with you anytime day or night so i am pretty julia what the fuck have i told you about these questions that aren't questions when you say this shit i've been telling her this since she was 12 we're 18 or 19 it's annoying for me kelly thinks it's funny i was like kelly can you get her to stop that bro she does it at least twice a day i'm fucked yeah yeah you are
<clears throat> so then things happened um, that I won't discuss. No, it was not a threesome, just so we're clear. But things happened that I won't discuss. And I immediately went back to Megan and told, told, told her, hey, stop fucking telling people what I used to do or what I do. Well, I mean, it's not like I was insulting you. I was like, that's not the problem, Megan. So then I told her what happened with Julia and Kelly. Shit you not. This is what I, this is what she said. I knew thought one and thought two was trying to get at your dick. I was like, how would you know? I was like, anytime a girl asks more than once what he like in bed, they want to be in the bed. That's not true. Oh, so you know what women talk about when men leave the room now? You're the expert. I apologize for my statement. And then instead of taking me to a Greyhound to come back into Illinois, then take the blue line, easily go home. They drove me all the fuck the way back from Ohio. I think it was Ohio in a rented van. Many things happened in that van, none of which will be discussed. I will say some elements I'm leaving out because I'm not proud of it, but I will say that there was nothing that wasn't consensual. However, because, well, an unexpected guest showed up, there are things I am now not comfortable with discussing, but it's okay. I'll text you about the rest of it later when she's gone. And I know what you're thinking. Pussy. Yes. And there was a lot of it. Any questions? Nope. nope. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just taking this all in here. Bro. And this is like my introductory year to not have to, to sneak around to have sex. Hey, look, we all know teenagers have sex. However, you know, technically adulthood starts in the end of teenagedom. So that's kind of a redundant statement. But I learned a lot of things. Like, for example, um, if you cry longer than four minutes, I don't care if you like it. I'm going to stop doing whatever I'm doing. I just am. I've also learned, uh, well, oh shit. Well, this was about a pansexual, but fuck, I'm not sure if I can say it now. I need to find a way to phrase it without you breathing down my neck. Fuck. Damn, how do I phrase this? I learned that, um, Julia, who is bisexual, I have no ability to distinguish them. I mean, a pansexual, I have no ability to distinguish a pan from a bisexual. And I've often reaped the okay, benefits. So for, no, no, trust me. I've Googled it many a times to... before we even met. Okay. My, I just still can't register the difference. I'm not okay, saying, all oh, y'all look alike. It's more like, I just can't comprehend the actual difference. And yes, I know it okay, is. You don't need to tell me. Many pans have told me. I just still can't register it. By I, by what? A visual cue? I don't even know how that applies <laughs> in this context. No, like, I what mean, the fuck are you asking? 
for example, someone who's bi, they generally have um, more attracted to like a cis male, cis female, it's usually in that category. Someone who's pansexual is open to people that are trans. They do not fucking care what the wrapping of the person is. They don't care about uh, their gender identity. It's more to do with the person themselves. Whereas someone is uh, sexually attracted, you know, to uh, like bisexuals, it tends to be more on a physical scale. Whereas pansexual is, um, they can work with anything. They're happy to work with anything. They got no problems in that department. So yeah, as I stated, um, I've had the explanations already. I acknowledge the explanations. I respect the preferences pretty much with the exception of people trying to claim inanimate objects are real and well, pedophiles and hebophiles. I respect all preferences. It's just in particular, for some reason, I see or I, I interpret pan and buy as apple and orange. I don't know why, it's, it's just a thing. I'm not doing it on purpose or maliciously, which most of my friends understand and know. It's just, that's the best way I can explain it. I don't know how to tell them apart. I know bisexuals that have dated trans people. I know bisexuals that has dated somebody before and after the surgery, which apparently is rare. Not so much just getting surgery, but a, a, a bisexual, you know, being with somebody before and after. And that's apparently, a, 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 well, it's a beautiful thing, but I mean, it's a legitimately rare statement to be able to be made. There's something about pans. It's just, here's how I look at it. I just make sure they don't sit on my lap. And that's one of the only distinguishing marks I make with, with pans and buys. And when I say okay. not on my lap, I mean it in the literal platonic sense, not in the sensual sense, because there have been four pansexual women who sat on my lap due to a car crowding. I did not put my hands on nothing whatsoever. In fact, I started texting and going to YouTube and shit. And well, oh, fuck, damn, I'm not sure if I can say that stuff happened. But I didn't initiate it and I had no idea why I was initiating it. They were literally just they were just on me because they I, they were sitting in my lap. That was the best way I, I can explain it because there was no explanation given to me like, what is making you? Honey? I don't know. And now anytime a pansexual sits in my lap, cause to be fair, this happened five times. So it was like learned behavior. I know they can't sit on my lap because nah, I don't want to have to explain what's going on in my pants. Like, I don't think any man wants to explain. No, 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 no. I'm not attracted to you. My brain is remembering every other time someone just like you basically tried to take me down or started taking me down by simply sitting in my lap. Also, who the fuck's going to believe that? Even if you know what a pan is. That or another way of putting it. Do you know bisexual people that are prone to being open to being with somebody who would say, for example, being intersex? Usually you have a lot of people that are like, oh, no, that's too much. Someone who's pansexual, not going to have a problem with that. I, one bit. I mean, intersex is so, well, unusually hard to identify slash rare. I, the few times in my life I've come across it, 
I basically asked him, look, how do you want me to treat you? I was like, bro, just go off of what I actually am. I was like, why would you say that? Like, that's an easy thing to do. I was like, so then they realized, oh, yeah, I'm just saying be more descriptive. Like, oh, well, look, I'm like maybe five, 10 percent this. So you can majorly treat me like a guy or the opposite. And I, I feel bad for some of my friends who because some of my friends only got no i only got two intersex friends i haven't seen the other one physically but the other one i feel bad for him man i really do because he is beautiful women stop what they're doing look at him compliment him blah 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 like they will get giggly and flirty do not care if a husband or boyfriend is there he's that kind of pretty but he almost can't make guy friends because even if they don't have an insecurity he'll give them one but he almost can't maintain a relationship with a woman because well, he gets a period, but he doesn't get it like on an annual basis, like monthly. His shit is painful. It's debilitating. It ruins his sex life. And he can get them sometimes almost on a weekly basis or something that feels like a period on a weekly yeah. basis because he has like, I forget what it was like, like some thing. type They're... of the buildup or something. Um, so intersex people, their physiology isn't always like half and half. It's not always. Well, it was never that. It's always like, some like unusual a circumstance. friend of mine. Yeah, a friend of mine once told me, he's like, uh, I used to be a chick with a dick, now I'm a dude with boobs. I was like, that's, I mean, that's one way to put it. Yeah, yeah, and that's not what I would say in a business not, meeting. That was, those were those were his words, I, But 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 you see what I mean about, you know, pans on my lap now. So I'm just like, okay, even if I don't think they're hot, I gotta make sure pans don't sit on my lap, because... I don't want to have to explain this because no one's going to believe me. I'm so confused. Like, like you're saying like, like <laughs> they got turned on five times and it wasn't even the same person. It was five different instances. And then they would start saying, eh. and then they would fuck with my neck because I made the mistake of telling one person one time, a long time ago, 10 years ago, Hey, my neck is my weak spot. Don't do shit to my neck. That'll immediately get me riled up. And then all of a sudden, I had five separate instances where things happened because a pan sat on my lap. What? I wish I could make this shit up. I really do. So Evidently, yeah, we the... just have more comfort. <laughs> you know, I can't even... You're an unusual case because... Man, you it's not even that you came today. It was more like you came and told me that you're fucking pan. There's a lot of shit I can't even phrase now. Fuck. I no, no, dude. I, I always have been. That's the well, thing. I didn't say you weren't. That doesn't mean I always knew. Yeah. No, I I, I get it. Uh it, it's not something I widely broadcast, if only because uh it does come up people get the wrong idea, man. They get excited. They're like, Oh, does that mean you and my girlfriend and me? And I'm like, I'll take her back, but no one fucking invited you. What? <laughs> like, yeah, you can go home. You, you well, can have her back I, in the morning when I'm done. I am going to end this here, but I'm going to ask you at least three questions now. <laughs> I'd be thinking the same thing. Uh, thinking the same thing about... Oh, about getting murdered in your sleep? Yeah, it's it's kind of not fun because, no. look, I'm sure we've all heard the stereotypes or we just are no, going to know the stereotypes before we're 10 about 
very the very basic average man 10 times the power of a woman but it's still scary no matter how tiny someone is when they're in your fucking closet oh Staring yeah 100 um, i mean i like Creepy. her she makes me horny but i'm still creeped out to this day <laughs> chicken nuggies Oh, you're heading towards the I'm glad your children can't hear this part. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I had to come out of the closet. <laughs> okay, in my defense, I could not pass <laughs> up that fucking golden ass opportunity. But at the same time, <laughs> here's the really fucked up part. I'm the only person who didn't realize it at the time that that's what I did. <laughs> you heard fan sexual? <laughs> In my defense, everyone was talking at once. There was overlapping shit. Yeah. Chick with the dick and dude with boobs. <laughs> Yeah, again, like, no pan has ever made me properly comprehend pan. It's not that I can't comprehend it, it's that I can't distinguish it specifically from bisexual because every time they try to tell me what makes them different, in the back or front of my head, I can call off two instances of bi people legitimately stating thereby but doing something that quote unquote they would call pan mm. and i can't go up to a buy say no you're actually pan because who am i to tell you your sexual preference unless you're sus anyone can declare yeah. you sus but this isn't a sus situation <laughs> this is an assumption that's completely different let me uh let me explain it um don't, pan sexuals please, are please attracted don't. to cookware Literally, that was possibly <laughs> something I never thought I would hear put in a sentence my whole life. <laughs> I identify as Pan. I can make those jokes. I mean, I couldn't even make sense of it. Um, yeah, what the fuck? That's actually a common response. That was a, That's actually that was a, a wild ride from start to finish. <laughs> wild ride if i put my hand <laughs> on your shoulder and you start crying that is the exact definition of a turn off yeah no shit i would be like well i'm out goodbye i would Apparently, go home i wouldn't even be the first person i would be, have been like the 20th Jesus which says a lot Christ. go to therapy like damn I mean, I think they are, but I don't know if they're in a loop Good. or how long it would take. Because, you know, therapy is not an exact process. We all know that. Everyone's no, of course different. not. But also, here's what I, I was wondering. I didn't ask because, well, I mean, I would feel like an asshole if I brought it up. If they do go to therapy as a group or independently, what's going to happen to that marriage? Because they're not actually lesbians. They're, well... 
I don't know what the correct term for it, but they're essentially in a relationship because they can't talk to dudes. They can't handle being with dudes. So if they're going to therapy over this over this phobia shit, what happens when that phobia is gone? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, would that like end the relationship? I mean, that's what Damn. I'm thinking. Because, you know, the whole the whole situation technically wasn't a threesome by nature. It was more like whoever can work up the courage first, go for it. So weird. Sk well, yeah. That was a you. wild ride. It was scary for me. Yeah. yeah, no, that would be terrifying. I would be like, I'm going, I'm leaving. Goodbye. See, I mean, danger. I know it gets misinterpreted, but in this case, it's more like a scientific accuracy. Y'all don't have to try. The thing about a hole versus a stick going in said hole, the stick has to be up, so to speak. A hole, no, well, it yeah. just has to be a crevice. But I don't know anyone who can hear suffering and just keep going. Yeah, no, there's there's some people. There's some people out there. Well, I mean, I wouldn't call those people at that point. I wouldn't either. Because I have so few. Um, but yeah. With that being said, that brings the first episode of the new season to a close. Uh, Raven, always a pleasure to have you back. And I will see you guys in the Trigun review or whatever I do next.